Happy Monday, everybody. Sherman here, the crazy agent. Hope you have a fantastic now the moment that you listen to this. Wanted to start this episode up on Motivational Monday. I've been reading a phenomenal book. Well, actually, I finished it. Um, Never mind. uh, Called Atomic Habits. I've been teaching it then to my team. We have access to this video library where he spoke. I was there in attendance. But then somebody took it and edited it uh, a little bit clip by clip. And so um, what the book by James Clear, Atomic Habits, talks about is basically how one can formulate a habit at the same time, how one can stop doing a habit. And so one of the unique things that he says in there is that he doesn't think that people necessarily are motivated all the time um, and that, that they don't rise and fall based on their habits or their motivation. They rise and fall based on their process or in this case, their habits. So a lot of people that are successful when it comes to their health and nutrition, it's because they found good habits of either going to the gym, exercising, and also making sure that they're consuming less than they're actually needing or that they're right on par. And so it's of no surprise when people that are physically fit and in good physical um, and health, good physical health, are actually healthier because if you look at their habits, that's what led them there. It might not be the motivation to be a bodybuilder or a fashion model or to get to a specific area, or goal, maybe they do have an aspiration of a weight, but if you look at their daily habits or even their weekly habits, they're very consistent at being able to do that. And so that's one thing that I would definitely encourage you to look at is what are the daily things that you're doing habitually and is that going to lead to good success? So for example, if you brush your teeth and floss, there's really good odds that you're going to have healthy gums and healthy teeth. If you um, consistently uh, you know, binge drink alcohol on the weekends and even sometimes on the day, uh, weekdays, you're going to find yourself putting on weight. Those are, you're literally drinking a lot of calories even after you've consumed. And a lot of people that are, um, when they're drinking, they eat a lot of unhealthier foods. So it's not just the calories themselves, but they're also empty calories that aren't really attributing to their overall good health. When it comes to some of the things that uh, James Clear uh, identifies in the book is to have a look at what we're doing that's going to lead to the success that we want habitually. So before I jump into that, let's first hear a word from our sponsor. So he simply breaks it down and puts it into four main habits. Cue, crave, response, and reward. And so the cue is what is the trigger that actually makes you want to do that specific habit? Then is when you do that habit, the cue, then the crave that you're going to want for something in that habit Finally, then there's the response. What are you going to do? And then finally, the reward. So one of the things that he was talking about um, in the book is one of these great um, dancers, one of the best uh, in the world. And she said the habit for her, and she's been doing it, I think, for 30 years, getting up um, every single day and going to the gym uh, to be able to dance, was she said the habit is the moment that she hails a cab and tells the cab where to go, where to take her. That is the habit. And so that's what she talks about, and that's what she she emphasized in um, in, in kind of thinking about what's led to her uh, success in, in dance 
And that's really what it came down to for her was making sure that she, when she woke up and she held the cab, she told it where to the right place to go. And for her, that was the dance studio. And so for each one of us, you can think about what you're doing, what can be a cue to recognize for you to be able to go exercise. So for some people, it could be the moment that you come home, immediately changing into workout clothes, maybe putting on your tennis shoes. That even though that it's, 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 not, it's not that that all of a sudden is going to make you go run. But maybe being in those clothes after a number of hours or a number of days, all of a sudden you'll decide to go for a walk. If, you know, at home you want to do more yoga, he talks about maybe putting the yoga mat out. So we're creating an environment that's conducive for the cue. And um, I'll give you an example of what I have at my office. I have a 35-pound dumbbell, and it totally is a cue. Today I was able to get in um, eight total re- um, sets 10 reps each of curls. And so it's a reminder for me that when I see it, okay, then there's opportunity for me to be able to exercise. Also, on your phone, think about the apps that you've pulled into the front screen. Are there some apps that you um, are habitually working on that you want to be? So, for example, I have an, an, ab, um, an ab app and also a stretching app. And so I also allowed the notifications to be turned on on those two apps to remind me to exercise. Another way to be able to get around that is you could say um, you could turn off notifications on certain things if you're trying to get better habit about not going into your phone when you don't want to be. And that can be a good habit of being present in the moments of your day instead of being distracted, distracted, excuse me, by all the text messages, the DMs, the PMs, the phone calls. Calls. Um, now, again, understand what, what's, what's important to you. But if you come home, you can turn off and receiving notifications from your work email from a certain time until a certain time. So you can give yourself basically a time zone of you know, no Wi-Fi, no, no distractions that can allow you to be present in the moment that you're there. Again, when it comes to the, the craving, what, it is, what is it that you ultimately want? So if I go back to wanting to crush it in sales, so the cue could be um, when I see the phone, I'm going to um, make, m- make some phone calls. What I ultimately crave is the success that it's going to lead to, the, the potential sales, the potential appointments that's, that, that are going to be had. And that's ultimately what is driving me. The response is that I'm going to get on the phone. Um, and so to make it easier, maybe in my bag or always constantly w- with me, I'm going to be carrying a list of phone calls to be made. And then finally is what's the reward? The reward is that I'm going to be setting up appointments and that's, and that's really where I'm, where I'm focused in on. But it's the, the cue that's going to be able to move that response to us actually taking action. You want to be able to make sure that your cues are easy and they're, ahead, and they're in front of you. And so your environment is going to be crucial in making sure that you're ready to be able to rise up to the habits that you want to have created. The same thing works here when cue, crave, response, reward. If you think about it, if you're trying to break a habit, you want to know what is the cue that's causing you to go smoke cigarettes, to go vape, uh, to, to binge drink. What is that cue? For a lot of people, they might be social smokers. So is there a way to be able to then, if you bring it to your house, the drinking to your house, then you no longer have that social desire to smoke. Um, or to vape. And so that's going to be able to allow you to be able to have the success that you want in the creation of this habit.
Remember, our motivation truly will be what we're doing that's going to get us there. Sherm's out.